Greetings, everyone, and welcome to Treasures from the Dow. I'm so happy to have you here. It's it's really my favorite thing to talk about. And we're in the middle of a three-part series. This is our second one, and the subject is time. I have come to believe that there are two great gifts that the divine gives each of us. The first one is the breath. The second one is time. So in today's society, we have the capacity to be on high alert, energized, and on, indeed, 24 hours, seven days a week. Isn't that good news? I don't think that's good news. We have the capacity of being fully alive 24 hours, seven days a week. In fact, with our fast food, 24-hour news channels, Facebook, Twitter, LinkedIn, cell phones, websites, speed dating, finger snapping, and race, racing pace of everyday life, we can multitask at the speed of light. So years ago, a young woman came into my office, we'll call her Sarah, and she flopped down on my couch and I got to tell you, she looked fried, frazzled, and depressed. She breathlessly said to me, I just need 30 more minutes a day. Just 30 more minutes a day, and then I can get everything done. I had heard that a lot in my counseling work. So I leaned over to her, and I said, Sarah, you don't get 30 more minutes a day. You can't buy, borrow, beg, or steal 30 more minutes a day. Because like every other living being on this planet, you get 1,440 minutes every 24 hours. And that's it. And you are the one that you get to decide how you're going to spend those minutes. Because let me assure you, once you spend them, you don't get them back. She looked at me just wide-eyed and in dead silence. And I had heard that dead silence a lot in my years of working with people who are burned out. As we chatted, she said that she was wanting a divorce from her husband and that she had two small children that she loved very much, but she felt like she was a horrible mother. She was snappy and edgy, and she was exhausted. And at that point, she started to sob. Now, I don't usually, as a counselor, go and sit on the couch with my clients and hold them when they're crying. But I looked at her, and I said, would you like a shoulder to, hold, to cry on? And she said, oh, somebody help me. So I went over, and she just, she just cried on my shoulder. And in Taoism, there's a wonderful phrase that says, no storm lasts forever. So as her internal storm started to slow down a little bit, I went back to my chair and I said, before you make any decisions, are you willing to work with me for 90 days? And are you willing to do what I ask you to do? And she said, what's that? And I said, I'll tell you as we go along, but I will guarantee that my goal for you is to get back into harmony. 
and then we'll figure out what you want to experience with your husband and how you can be a better mom and stay in harmony. From my office, she called her HR department and I had worked with this um, business before. This was in Portland, Oregon. Yeah, I had worked with this business before, this corporation, and I knew that they had a 90-day leave of absence program. So she called the HR director and the gal said, absolutely, you qualify for it, take 90 days and we'll check in with you. You're gonna have to go get a doctor's uh, note that says that you are burned out, that you have the symptoms of burnout. And indeed she did. So for the next 90 days, well, let me back up. She went home, she slept for three days. Her husband said, I'll take care of the kids. You just, you just rest. Because she truly was at a high level of burnout. One of the things I used to do with my clients whose uh, subject I was working with was burnout um, was tell them, you know, the, the Smokey the Bear flag thing that is out there, there's like green, which means there is a lot of moisture in the air. And then as you go over, there's orange and red. You're probably hearing my dog uh, walk around. <laughs> uh, this is a live show. Um, and I told her she was in the red zone because she was highly distracted. She had feelings of being internally restless. She had trouble getting organized. She was in a constant state of anxiety. She had trouble sleeping. She had trouble completing tasks. She was thinking negative thoughts and so much more. She had every symptom of being crazy busy. So her HR director said, yes, take the 90 days. She went home, her husband said, I will take care of the kids for the next three or four days. You just rest and sleep and go do. Before she left my office, we had created uh, the first week process. I asked her to go to a yoga class. I asked her to spend a fair amount of time with her feet up on the wall. She'd lie, she would lay on the floor with her feet up on the air. I asked her to do this a lot. Did you know that when you raise your hands like this, the cortisol in your body drops? She did that. She slept, she cooked, she just was in the now. Now, I know that COVID-19 has certainly stopped much of this crazy, busy global energy, but it's still there. And we're still challenged by the fact that human beings are not meant to be driven by technology. And technology is fabulous because you and I wouldn't be connecting right now without it. So I'm not saying that technology is not, not fabulous. What I am saying is, get, is that getting addicted to it can get us out of balance. And we're losing sight of what's really important to us. Robert Cam, author of The Superman Syndrome writes, Technology is forcing Americans to live at speed, not at depth. So the problem, again, is not technology. It's when we get addicted to that. Because when we get addicted to technology, we want more and more and more and more, and we're leading a fast-paced life, we lose sight of what's inside of us. We lose sight of what's inside of us. We become inattentive. We ignore the signs of fatigue and confusion. We resist the oh so boring fear 
of being in balance. I've had so many people say that to me. If I get into balance, will I be bored? That's a non-truth. That's an illusion. Did you know that research shows that we treat our cars better than our bodies? We turn our cars off. We get it checked. We take care of it. We don't stop to rest and renew and regenerate in the heartbeat of silence and simplicity. Mahatma Gandhi once said, there is more to life than simply increasing its speed. So what is hurtful in our life is when, again, we get addicted to technology. Did you know that in Japan, I have to check this out because maybe in America now too, they actually have treatment centers for people who are addicted, who are technologically addicted and who are losing such sight of the feelings inside of themselves that they have lost everything. So Sarah, the second week came in twice into my office and the third week she brought her husband in, the one that she wanted to divorce. And I'm looking at the two of them thinking, huh, I'm kind of thinking they love each other. And yeah, there were challenges, but he was so loving and attentive and she obviously adored him. So as we worked together for 90 days, I said, they were not going to get a divorce. What they did decide to do, she actually decided to go back to work after 90 days, but they had completely changed so much of their busy life. They, uh, they cut back on some of their children's events. Children are so stressed out today because there's so much we put on their plate. So they cut back some of their activities. Uh, Sarah's always had wanted to be an artist. So she started taking art classes and her husband wanted to be a coach for a, a local team. So he started to do that. They actually created date nights where the two of them would go out on dates. And this all took a process of turning things around from feeling so burned out and looking to the outer world for our answers. The only place we will find the answer within on how can I live in harmony is to go within and stay mindful. How does my body feel? What am I thinking? What am I feeling? What am I saying to myself? What am I seeing in the outer world? Every time I have burned out three times. The third time I should have hospitalized myself. I put myself at such health risk, which I think is why I have a passion for this. But every time, every time I stop and I bring myself back to now, oh my gosh, the joy and the peace of being so in tune with the divine that's living and moving and having its very being inside of you begins to expand. So it's this is such an important topic to me that I actually created a piece of art for my um, 
for my bedroom. I wanted to show it to you. It's a new piece of art. It's from Lao Tzu. He writes, nature does not hurry, yet everything is accomplished. There's no need to hurry. There's no need to rush. There's no need to get so frazzled that we can't be mindful and attentive and present with the people that we love and the things that we love to do in our lives. And to, and to declare harmony. Harmony is our natural state of being. Dr. Edward Hallowell, who I've had the privilege of studying with, wrote a book called Crazy Busy. He says, hope, optimism, confidence, and enthusiasm, positive emotional energy make for happiness and success these days, just as they always have. So this week, I'm going to ask you to turn off. Turn off your computer for an hour a day or more. Turn off your phone while you're with your family members, especially, especially during a meal. We have a, we have a rule, a sole rule in our home that nobody brings their phone to the, to the dinner table. We just need to be much more attentive. Research shows that 38% of Americans sleep with their cell phones. And within the first 15 minutes of waking up, they're checking their phones. Turn it off. Give yourself an hour before, right after you wake up. Have a cup of coffee. Do, you, do a daily spiritual practice. Pray. Give thanks. Breathe mindfully. Turn your technology off. This week, I'd like to ask you to practice mindfulness. Tap into your body mindfully. How am I doing? Oh, I'm tired right now. I need some rest. Hug the people you love. And no matter what is happening, think positive thoughts. This week, please continue wearing your masks. Let's listen to the scientists and the, and the physicians and the nurses. Let's pay attention to them and what they have to say. Hug those people that you love and treasure the time that you have. Thanks so much for joining me. We'll see you next week. Next week, I have some really special guests coming. So please join me. See you then. Bye now. Thank you.